Well, we loved our schools. Uh, we were in the New York City private school system. Our boys went to an all-boys school and our daughter to an all-girls school. Our teachers loved the you know, students and the faculty and the parents. And they were definitely leftists. You know, I mean, we're more center-right, but that was fine. You know, my, my whole family are Democrats. It wasn't like I was bothered by the fact that they leaned a bit left. But then they went hard left. Then they started to take a really hard turn towards social justice stuff. And at our boys' school in particular, it started with when our son was in third grade, they unleashed a three-week experimental trans education program on these eight- and nine-year-old boys. And it wasn't about support. It was about... It, we felt like it was more about trying to convince them, like, hey, come on over. And the boys started to get confused, and they had to implement the system where they raise their hand. If you're really confused, put up a one. If you're just a little confused, too. Like, How old are they now? They were eight and nine at the time. And we objected, and, and so did a lot of other parents to the point where the school had to apologize for that one, which they very rarely did. Hey, welcome to another Candid Can podcast. My name is Cristiano Can, and let's talk about it. Talk about what? Let's talk about everything. So right now, today, I want to talk about this transgender agenda that's taking place. Something that is being compared to civil rights, if I want to just jump right into it, which I think is absurd. Um, and if I just want to take that head on, it's like, look. There's a difference between walking out your front step and someone um, identifying with a, a sexual identification or a sexual orientation. It wouldn't matter if you're identifying as binary, gay, lesbian. When you take your first step out your front door, that is not something that is instantly assumed by most people anywhere on the planet. Um, like... Unless you not not in a, on a mass scale, if you take it into a neighborhood that may be uh, associated with this is a comfort zone or a gathering or a community that supports and um, this is where this happens and thrives. Sure, that's different if we're talking about the LGBTQ um, communities um, and people that identify as such like, yeah. Sure, if I'm driving down the road and I know that this is an area where they talk and walk and hang flags and la 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 la, sure, okay, okay. But just, just, if just walking out of a, uh, on a train, your first step, that just doesn't happen. What does happen? Based on the color of your skin, um, based on um, the, the color of your hair, the, um, the, there are assumptions made instantly categorizations that take place everywhere in the world because this is based on senses culture and just a natural introduction into the world when you open your eyes or um and we're just talking visual actually when we when you open your eyes and you see um uh the world for the first time you you take in this association of colors. You don't know what they are, but there are these things beyond words that give you identifications that you come into adjustments with. You have to adjust from being a part of another dimension and like seeing and focusing on what is now here and the senses take in color. You don't look at your mother and father or doctor or whoever is is your first like 
face scene or association of a human entity and see them as lesbian or gay or transgender male female it doesn't happen so that 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 like human rights and like civil rights and comparing it it's like hey hey that's like that's not even i don't it's just like doesn't even seem like it should be up for discussion as parallels now look i i speak this um from the standpoint that i'm a creative and so i have been many things um and i support people just being the best them i don't give a damn what you identify as be you let your heart art and expression be that i have a piece written about that people that get tattoos hair braids afros like man piercings they're not looking to like stand out they're just i being individuals and that is like the difference if you can carry the weight of your individuality you're oblivious to all of it but a lot of people don't have that they have to break out and like overtly push themselves to overly express at times and maybe that's something that needs to be looked at just let people give them the space to be them and that takes us into this crazy madness that's taking place with these conversations about like 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 sexual orientation like like there's this transgender nominee for the this high-ranking public health um position named rachel levine and she wants babies to get like sex changes without parental consent and babies meaning like look a nine-year-old should not be making choices without the people that have been there for those nine years or been more influential than just a, a year with a teacher or a counselor um about having chemicals what do you what do you call it transgender medicine um is actually a term that was used which is the that shit that's almost as crazy as getting a covid vaccine which doesn't exist what the hell is a is transgender medicine man come on that's strange that's weird (laughs) that's weird but anyway this lady believes that like uh, as young as nine nine-year-olds should be able to make decisions without their parents about um uh, getting transgender medicine chemicals put into your body to uh, modify and support um i guess a physical reaction um to your identification so yeah look um biological men are biological men and biological female are biological female you can identify as a million other things you can love draw dress speak cut cut chop tuck pull bend um repress enlarge you can do whatever you want a biological male is a biological male biological female is a biological female and the thing is that that I don't even think that's ever been in question. <laughs> like, like, like your sexual orientation and your biology or your sexual preference and your biology, like 
um i was where's like how does that matter on a discussion of societal perspective sure but on the again on the biological like science of your makeup and so forth like how is that even up for discussion and why would children have the right to make decisions about this before they go through puberty what 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 child doesn't boy or girl doesn't put on all different types of costumes and bras and hats and dresses and shoes and pants and buckles what like like who who doesn't do that um up until whatever age um just like 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 i don't i don't get this so like yeah it's a nine-year-old that says hey 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 i feel like a a girl today um oh really so that's what you identify as so you you have someone now possibly bum rushing you because you said this or they saw you do something or you hang around girls like look man i hung around all the girls I have been around women my whole life. And ironically enough, I have been called gay so many times. It's insane. So look, I can give you some insight. Me and my brother used to um, we used to stay in the same place. And he would have like, you know, I mean, he dated. And these women would come over and some of them would meet me the first time. And they'd be like, hey, next time I'm coming over, I'm going to bring someone, a friend for Cristiano. Because like, man, he's, 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 he's cute. He's smart. La, 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 la. And so um, it got to a point where me and Dimitri would, uh, uh, like, count. Or we would see how long it would take before one of them would ask, hey, is Cristiano gay? Because, like, just because you were coming over and engaging in a conversation and you, your girl may be getting banged by my bro doesn't mean that I'm like interested in engaging with you because you're there. Um, I was already protective of my space. So just because someone came over, like, yeah, I may say hello, offer you something to drink. But that doesn't mean I'm going to engage in conversation. And it definitely doesn't mean because you're the opposite sex, I'm going to engage with you. And so these societal assumptions made these women, one, feel kind of rejected um, because I didn't come onto them in any way. And two, um, society made them question my sexuality based on this lack or this this missing response. And I'm like, the, the finite plus minus thing and um, pushed through so much media, um, the, 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 the male-female relationship. That is just, that's been repeated, seen so many times that, um, yeah, if you don't come on in this hard way, whether it's street workers whistling or um, uh, the overtly uh, sexualized hip-hop music, um, it's like, uh, if you don't respond in this way, something's wrong with you, man. So anyway, I've, 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 I mean... I've I've sat with like like okay look I've sat with men who have who have had their um uh dick suck and have um 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 put their penis in the in the bungholes of other men. I've I've sat with men and they told me that man, just cuz I do that doesn't mean I'm gay. Like I'm not gay. I was like, okay. Um and it, it wasn't that I was calling them gay. We were usually in a discussion about this topic and 
Um, and so they would say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gay. It's just like, I like all types of sex. Like, gay means like I would want to be in relationships or something. Like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship with no man. Like, no, nah, I ain't gay. And I was like, you see, that's how he identifies with the term gay. Now, somebody else outside, not knowing this individual's perception, you can't look at them and just know this type of stuff. This is what I'm saying. Someone else will look at that and say, ah, look at this dude. Goodness, dick suck by a um, biological male and putting his bung. And yeah, he just, he wouldn't identify as gay. Now, I didn't ask him about homosexual though. Um, I don't know if it would have mattered, um, but yeah. So it's just you you can't you can't look at these things like that. But children should not be going through these um, these biological changes, and this transgender agenda should not be popping up everywhere um, on on an equal par with discussions about like vaccines and people dying and biological weapons turning people's bodies into these cesspools of disease and the oncoming zombie apocalypse of people walking around drugged up doped up because they have to get a vaccine because the last vaccine didn't handle the mutations of the vaccine although the vaccine created the mutations wait what yes oh so anyway the transgender agenda should not be something talked about right now fresh water and food for hungry people should be talked about before we're talking about transgender medicine why is transgender medicine being made before like water solutions are provided with already available technology that's sitting on shelves just getting old because people can't afford to buy it so it's just got to sit there and while it's just sitting there and people can't use it because they can't buy it let's get investments for transgender medicine because there's a little boy out there this nine-year-old a biological male that now identifies through the past three weeks he says he feels like a girl and so we have to make sure that he has the proper medicine and medical skills medical um tools and 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 access to um, information um for his transition this is crazy this is insane you can be binary binary well, yeah you can be whatever you want to be you can be it fully, but it doesn't have to be put out in the front. That's like, I don't know. It feels like when I hear these conversations, I just look at it like, again, like like artists. <laughs> like every single thing you identify as is just like, it's, that's your artistic disposition of the moment. Like there was this survey that was done by this group called Campus Reform. And it was it was reported that there was a question about gender identity, which allowed students to choose from like more than 30 different options. And among these options were boy, which is a B.O.I. spelling. Don't know what that means. Maverick. Uh, ally gender. Butch. Demi boy. Gender apathetic. Gray gender. Pangender. Neutral masculine of center and feminine of center 
It's like, look, that's just other. And that's it. Just other. You don't even have to have pre-selected options. That's other. It's like, and what does it matter? After that, what does it matter? What, what, on what piece of information does anything other than what you feel out matter? When, like, like, is this, this about putting it on, like, your license or your travel documents? It's like, yeah, this is, um, um, Sean Brown, and this is a f- 169 centimeter decapagagda. Yeah. What does that matter? Like, like, again, normally you put your biology there. Um, I don't know, for whatever reason. Um, sure, you can put what you identify as. I mean, who cares? Who cares? Just be you. What The only thing that should be of concern right now is the ability to be you and protecting the space for children to live and experience life, to make choices and decisions and changes without being physically and chemically changed and modified, which thus permanently affects the, the temporary, possible temporary considerations. Like, it's just insane. And so it's like there's this 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 father who is like I guess he like he's he's pending being arrested um, for how did it go for calling his his daughter a boy or something like he got however it goes he got in trouble for calling his girl who was being groomed to actually think she was a boy um yeah that's what it was um and so he was like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. what's going on um i'll read a snippet from this article <laughs> robert hoogland is now sitting in a prison cell because of bill c-16 which the state used to punish him for referring to his mentally ill 14 year old daughter as a girl because the girl was groomed by her school teachers into believing that she is actually a boy, and because the girl's mother went along with the charade, Hooglin was forbidden for disagreeing. This is crazy, people. Like, how can you go to jail? Because your biological daughter now identifies as a boy. That's cool. You'll always be my little girl. I love you. You can be whatever you want. Like, I respect your decision, even in agreement. But in a way, like, little girl. I'm not calling you a little girl, but, like, this is even crazier, though. This, this, what the, 14 years old? 14 years old? Do you know how much is going on in the body at that age? How many changes are chemically taking place? How many societal um, nuances are kicking in? Like, this is this should not be up for discussion this this guy should not be going through this right here because here i am sitting there as a parent watching a perfectly healthy child be destroyed and there's nothing i can do but sit on the sideline and according to justice Bowden at the time cheer it on i could only affirm or get thrown in jail 
For the past 11 months, Canadian father Robert Hoogland's now 15-year-old daughter has been receiving testosterone injections by court order. The process began in late February of last year when Justice Bowden of the British Columbia Supreme Court ruled that the then 14-year-old girl should be medically transitioned to a boy regardless of the wishes of either of her parents. And so, look, to know this is an agenda there's a difference between biological male and biological female. And there is a thing um, taking place that is a part of the satanic ritualistic process that's been going on around the world forever. There's an agenda 2025, which marks the 1700 year process of when Christianity was weaponized for this whole process of pushing this. Um, the Council of Nicaea, 325 at 1700 years, and it brings you to 2025. 17 is a really important number this isn't just some conspiracy talk you you put this put it together but i'm at, i'm actually gonna like like do a whole i'm going to try to put together a segment where it's actually digestible because i see a lot of videos um but it's digestible from my perspective on how to walk into just how much magic is taking place but the conversation again about this this transgenderism comes down to these um, these gods, these androgynous gods with boobies and penises, and these other ones that um, the outside of seeking the blood of babies and the, the souls of humanity. They also um, cherish your genitals, and you by cutting off your your genitals, um, you are are enhanced and looked favorably upon. Outside of that as well, like there is. A purposeful agenda to get the population um, modified um, for this mass sacrifice like outside of depopulation part of the depopulation is a sacrifice it's a sacrifice <laughs> like like ah uh, okay so look um it this isn't just about children this is about everybody and it's coming to you COVID idiots, and it may already be there, but as this thing continues, there's this research that came out that talked about um, uh, estrogen <laughs> could 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 actually help prevent or um, beat COVID. This is no joke, people. Um, the less masculine you are may help you beat COVID. Man, I'm going to read from this article, and I just, this is, this is, yeah. The, a center in Los Angeles says that she tested the effects of progesterone injections in 40 men who tested positive for the Chinese virus. The alleged res result was that some of the men experienced decreased symptoms, which... Gandhara, Gandhari, I guess is the researcher's name, says serves as evidence that female sex hormones can help men stay safe and healthy. Now, one group acted as a control sample for comparison and received only the standard medical care given at the time for the disease. The experimental group, meanwhile, also received 100 milligram injections of progesterone twice daily for five days during the time they were hospitalized. All the patients were assessed by the team daily for either 15 days or until they were discharged from the hospital.
On the seventh day, each participating man was ranked on a seven-point scale of and one meaning death. Compared to the control group, the men that received female hormone therapy supposedly scored a median of 1.5 points higher on the scale than men whose natural hormones remained intact. So, although the sample size was small, it means nothing since it was composed primarily of obese people who are already prone to sickness being the most likely demographic to suffer and die after testing positive for the Wuhan flu. The mainstream media ran with the results as if they prove that effeminizing men will cure the spread of Chinese germs. So look, people. There's research that is going to be used to justify what may already be in the injections are chemicals that further make you less masculine, more feminine. And that's not the only place this exists. This is already exists in your soil. There's actually fertilizer made from human waste that sell to the public unknowingly actually on the bag that says don't use this soil for the production of human food or products okay so why is this being sold as fertilizer this is real this isn't a bio, a documentary called biosludge and this is a snippet of what's in the soil probably in your front lawn or around where your food is growing right now check this out and if you look at our list over here we see that we have 3,504 potential chemicals in the milorganite sample. Right here is warfarin, you know, blood thinner that can be deadly. One of the side effects is death. And that's just one chemical out of, you know, thousands. Here's atrazine right here, atrazine-D5. Atrazine is a toxic herbicide. And so, yeah, um, that's, this is really happening. This chemical in these, it was actually discovered um, with an experiment done on frogs when they realized that, I guess, the runoff in the water that went into, um, from the frogs or to the frogs, had proven to turn, like, 100% of the males into females. And this is a chemical used in popular pesticides. And this is what is found in this fertilizer of human waste that's sold back to you. Like, again, you should check out this documentary. Um, it tells you some things that are pretty amazing about what waste management really is. Like, I don't know, if you know me and you've been with me in a city, what do I say when I go to a high rise and we look out the window? The first thing I say is, man, that's a lot of shit in this building. That's a lot of shit in this city. That's the first thing I see when I see high rises is how much water and shit is flowing under wherever you are. Like, just because it's not there. Um, there was this, um, uh, the Lorax, there was this film um, done based on the Dr. Seuss um, book, which is insane that Dr. Seuss is being removed. You can find full-on pornos on Twitter right now. Like, right now, you can click on Twitter and watch a porno. No account needed. Public access. 
to a full-on porno, but they're removing references to Dr. Seuss's books. It's like, you, this, you, this is some stupidity right now. So anyway, there was a movie, an animation uh, called The Lorax um, by Dr. Seuss that was done. They show people living in the city of plastic where trees didn't exist. They like, like everything, like they didn't even know where their garbage went and they were living in this beautifully plastic city um, surrounded by garbage. And it's like, that's how I look at cities in a way. It's like, where where do you guys think all this, this shit goes? Literally and phys- like physically, where does it go? It, it comes right back around. Everything on earth comes right on back around. It's all still here. And so, yeah, it, it's just one of many things that shows the depiction. But um, back to this, this agenda is that, okay, so there's this chemical in the food that you've been eating for years on large scales that have these chemicals in them that do different things and modify different things generationally so and so it's not a coincidence that this is happening who cares i mean again i don't care who you what you identify as it doesn't matter be you what you should be fighting for is what you just the, the right to be you you don't have to even tell who or what you are just be it but like, like even Captain America, man, someone was like, hey, how can you not celebrate the fact that Captain America now has a gay superhero? Like what? So what, what, the, what does that matter? Like in, in, if, if Captain America is a gay superhero now, does that later mean that we're going to need to buy Captain America and a trans Captain America? Like, like, like what, what is this stop? When is this stop? What this is? This is silly, man. This is really silly. This is really silly. Um, now, the part about this that, if we get more serious, that is like of concern, that um, should be looked at a little differently is the fact that you have transgendered females fighting biological women in mixed martial arts or competing in professional sports, track and field. Um, It doesn't matter. This doesn't apply in the workforce when you use your intellect and your wit. Yes, fighting for women's rights was already something that was seeking to be balanced or equalized. And now you have the equation of transgendered women, which is just, I don't know. I think that's odd, man. I don't. I don't know how this helps that or how supports or how it's being seen. I just, I think it's intriguing. Um, but it, 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 I just don't think, it sh- I don't think it should be any equation. But I don't think um, this is going to go over easily um, with transgendered biological men identifying as women fighting biological women. You are built differently. You, you have been wired differently. You, it doesn't matter. That, it, that is not, <laughs> what do you call it, a fair fight. That 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 should not be taking place. However, it is being considered more and more and more um, in many levels, not just sports. And there weren't many instances of transgendered women winning um, at their at their at their sports. Um, um, uh, However, there is this anomaly. There's this Brazilian MMA fighter, a transgender woman, who actually chose to fight as a trans, as a, as a man, 
there's a okay there's a biological male who identifies as a woman who chose to continue fighting as a man as a fighting biological men yeah and so um she recently won a fight which is a big deal because um apparently she is taking some of the chemicals and things to make the adjustments um to be more female-like and so um to win was a victory for a transgendered woman a biological male who beat a biological male identity a biological male identifies as a woman who defeated a f- in a physical combat a biological male. Like, okay, yay, awesome. That that's for me. That's a biological male battling a biological male. That's that's I still see that that way. Um, and that's that's how it breaks down. Like physically, chemically inside the bodies. Like one is chemically modified, doesn't change anything. Now the other side is that you have biological men who identify as women now competing in biological female, historically biological female sports. Now you could take this on many levels, but let's go extreme. Let's go with mixed martial arts. Let's go with the biological male, someone who was born with male muscles, male twitches, male fibers, male chemicals, battling a biological female. Like that's, in any other instance, that's domestic, that's abuse. That's abuse. Like, like what, what? And so there is this there is this um, article that reads the title of bravest athlete in history now belongs to trans female MMA fighter Fallon Fox, a biological male who absolutely destroyed female opponent Tamika Brintz during a recent fight. Um, like this is this is insane because he basically um, or she basically beat her face in um, with her male biological male strength and the other side of it is that she didn't know she was fighting a biological male that's the thing that was a surprise to her she stated in an interview that she's I've I've fought a lot of women and have never felt the strength that I felt in a fight as I did that night Brent's recalled about her 2014 fight against Fox which lasted a mere three minutes when asked if she thinks Fox's strength comes from the fact that she is a man, Brent's was careful to remain politically correct. I can't answer whether it's because she was born a man or not because I'm not a doctor. I can only say that I've never felt so overpowered ever in my life, and I'm an abnormally strong female in my own rights. Brent went on to say that she still disagrees with Fox fighting against other women because he is not actually a woman. Any other job or career, I say, I have, I, I say, have a go at it. But when it comes to combat sport, I think it, it just isn't fair. Um, this, this dude, this trans woman destroyed another female fighter named Erica Newsom, who reportedly gave up fighting after being violently assaulted by Fox, a fake female. They say, like, this is a guy just. This is a biological male jumping in the ring, battling biological females, like, legally. And I, I got this joke, man. Like, look, so right now, um, I could, I could, I could, sm- uh, like, I guess in certain places, I, 
as a biological male, I could smack the, 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 the face off of a woman, a biological woman, and then when the police come, I could say, oh, I'm mentally ill, and I identify as a transsexual woman. So basically, it was a woman fighting a woman. Like, that's, that's like actually an option right now. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy, but it's real. That's like real. That could really happen. I could smack the face off of a woman right now and then say I identify as a trans woman. And apparently there is, I would be protected. I would have a legal team and support and protection for smacking the face off this woman as a biological male hitting a biological female identifying like oh oh there's so much going on and again i just don't get why it's so prevalent right now like even like of oh okay so yeah we got a gay captain america got a lot of transgender women sports conversations taking place so much so that like in a recent discussion in the United States Congress or so forth, like biological women didn't even get to talk up and out um, about how they felt about transgender women coming into their sports and arenas of, of competition. Like they actually did not get a voice in this discussion that was to be voted on and considered for law and passing of, of I mean, come on. And at the same time, now you have, like, Sports Illustrated has a swimsuit issue that features its first trans woman of color. Like, not just first trans woman, first trans woman of color, people. Because wasn't, what's, uh, was, was it Jenner? No, there's no way Jenner. I don't know. I guess there was another trans or have been others. So I guess that's a thing that is of, of a trans of woman of color. I, what, what is this? Why does that matter? Like. If anything, why couldn't you just look at that picture and let it be? Why couldn't you just take a picture and just let it be? Let people play with their imaginations. Like, motherfuckers don't know if Mona Lisa is a man or a woman and if Mona Lisa is smiling or not. And that's the beauty of it. Let some of this stuff just be. Now, should you not tell someone? Um, okay, look. All right, so what was it? I, re I remember this conversation. Uh, about a homie of mine. <laughs> All right, so he had been dating this um, this woman, and she was a virgin. He had been dating her for like, I think it was like three years, and they had never had penetration sex, and you know they were in love, and um, you know everything was what it was. Like it was cool. They were just happy, but and he they were just he was just anxious. He was more anxious than her to have sex. And so, you know, they he proposed and they were engaged and um, like a week before the wedding, um, uh, he 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 actually he said he had a traumatic moment where he said he had a dream or he felt that he had a really real dream where he felt that his girlfriend had a penis. And, like, you know, people share their dreams with me. This was quite some time ago. This was a 24-year-old a male who, from the age of 21 to 24, now, 
almost 25, was dating a woman. And then, like, a week before he used to get married, he he had this traumatic, realistic experience that he wanted to write off as a dream where something happened where he felt that his girlfriend had a penis. And so he was acting really weird, and so was she. And so then she told him that she was a transgender woman who had yet pre-op is what the term was then and that their love was bigger than that and so as many times as she tried to tell him she just didn't want to change the love that they had in any way and so he felt violated because he felt that he was duped he was tricked and bamboozled and so um if you're interested about knowing the rest of that story, uh, write in the comments, um, send me a note, jump on the email. Um, I'm going to share the rest of the story to my Patreon followers, which you can join for a dollar and 80 cents. I don't do this for the money. <laughs> I do it to show that you're interested. You get other stuff if you um, come at a higher package, but you got to show some interest. So, yeah, this story and other stuff I'll share from my Patreons. But there's a whole other side to what happened when this couple came into this very unique conversation about love, sexuality, identification, and just being. And so I say this to say, look, I think you should have the ability to be and identify to whatever you want to be a million times over. I am a dimensional creature. I have been a woman, a man, and many things in between several times over. And I have a remembrance. I have conversations with women all the time where I'm like, look, you know what's, what's crazy for me is that sometimes I can connect my brain to my dimensional experience of being a woman. And there's this really odd sensation of the hits where I can't describe. And I'm always like, how would you describe penetration? Because you get stuff coming in and moving in you and the sensation on this side is um that sensitivity and that um uh the grip and the vibration and the warmth and the moisture it's like it's 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 too different totally it's it's the yin and the yang it's this a it's a it's the plus it's it's a different thing and so just to sit there and get to give that consideration um opens conversations about other things and just wonders of what it's like to be more than we think we are because we are more than our biological makeup that's the thing it comes down to our dna which is under attack by a bioweapon and a major transhumanism agenda which i'm going to talk about very soon so if i haven't said it i'll say it there's a documentary that you should check out called Biosludge, which talks about actually what happens to all the waste that you just flush. And I'm talking everything, even if you put it in a biohazard bag. Where do you think it's going? All like dog poop that you're picking up. Well, what do you do with recycled dog poop? <laughs> it's just, I'm just, like all these plastic and paper bags and all these products and tools, where... All this spray, all this suntan lotion and all this stuff, where do you think it goes? It goes right back into the water and into the soil. And there's, there's again, this is a very good documentary that talks about it. Um, now, 
I don't feel that I, being me right now, can talk about um, transgenderism without bringing up Michelle Obama because she is a part of this conversation for quite some time. And it's more of me now. I'm just having some fun. This is for entertainment purposes only. Um, but whenever um, I talk to um, my my nut my nutty buddies, they they would bring up um, Michelle Obama and the Barack Obama's um, birth certificate. That when it was finally given to the public in the PDF, it came with the layers, and you could see and change and do all the modifications. And it was like, dude, I did they seriously? leave all the layers on the PDF and then about Michelle Obama being a transgendered woman um, that Obama, I mean, on audio, video, it's been recorded, him calling her Michael. And I mean, you know, couples could have their jokes and uh, I mean, the fact that she didn't give birth to her children, they were through a surrogate. I mean, you know, people do that, you know, complications, mm, biological males can't have babies and biological females um sometimes can't have babies you know i mean crazy things happen now <laughs> um <laughs> michelle obama um there was this there's this comedian joan rivers and joan rivers is known for saying whatever she wants to say because she delivers truth through comedy that's what she's known for she says these harsh harsh things that they just make you look at it and say, wow, that is actually what it's like if you really think about it. I mean, George Carlin had it, Lenny Bruce did it. Like, you, they, they had their own technique of just making you look at reality, what was, um, and you had to digest it the way they presented it to you, and that was why you, you laughed and you kind of squirmed at the same moment. So Joan Rivers, um, about, I think it was a few weeks before she just, you know, died, <laughs> from a routine process, Joan Rivers um, stated that um, Obama was the first gay president, that um, Michelle Obama was a trans woman, and that everybody knew about it. And, you know, that a few people caught it. Uh, some people ran with it. And it was a confirmation for people who had been following um, Michelle Obama for quite some time. They were like, dude, that's a... That's a man. Look at look at her arms. Look at her shoulder. Look at her Adam's apple. And then they would do all these um, video. Look at all these ratios and la, la 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 la. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. Like I just I I look at it as entertainment. It's just reality TV side entertainment. And then there was this one video that I saw. And I mean, I've shown it to several people, and a hundred percent. Male and female come to the same conclusion. After watching this video, they come to the same conclusion every single time. Whatever, whoever that is walking out in this white or off-white pants outfit is adjusting their penis and balls with their left hand. That is a penis and balls. Whether it's that's it. That's, that's it. That's not that's not a lipstick 
That's not a wallet. That's not a purse. Not a bag. Not a belt. Not a buckle. Not a hanging strap. Not that's not the shirt, tucked in. Nope. Nope. That 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 is a that that is a that is a biological male adjusting their penis and balls. And if that is Michelle Obama, I'm not saying it is. If that is Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama has a penis and balls. That's, I mean, it's, that's, it's just that simple of a conclusion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Jeremy speaking. Before we depart, no packages are stowed in their proper compartments. think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. Uh, I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay. That's not, I'm not saying anything other than that. I'm just saying, based on this video alone, just this video, like if all of this is real, unedited, untouched, and this is Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama has a penis and balls. That's it. That's it. I don't care what her sexual identification is, what her acronym is, none of that. The him, they, she, I don't care. That's just, that's the conclusion. So, um, truth be told, like I said, I look at this from the artist standpoint, the creative standpoint, the uh, point of expression, the point to be. And I don't believe children should be making decisions or have the option to change their biological and physical makeup before going through pu puberty, experiencing life and just having the ability to be many things many times over without the difficulty of um, changing their mind. Um, yeah, it, it just shouldn't happen. I support the ability for everyone to have their freedom of expression. Um, you can identify with whatever you want to be. It shouldn't be in the forefront of the conversation. It shouldn't be the elephant in the room of who or what you are and that is based on society that's not based on you that's not based on you identifying as bi boy transgender gay gender whatever like that that is on society to open up and allow you to be now um the fact that a lot of the current world transgender conversations are being pushed with political means guided by um uh, satanic relig ritualistic processes that are dedicated and aligned to um, gods and entities that um, require these sacrifices. All of this is everything we're going through right now from the transgender agenda to all um, to the vaccine to um, I mean everything the weather, the climate, the science um, all of this is about transhumanism. And so we'll talk about that later. But I'm going to end this on a musical note. Look, I was in Kenya. And 
uh, I was having a discussion because I talk about these things. This isn't just something new for me. I've been doing this for years. And when I travel the world in my live shows with my musical interludes, I talk about, I give you, I actually give you some perspective on what the songs are actually talking about. And so one of the songs called Enough is Enough, or it's called Enough. I'm talking about the fact that, like, well, I'm going to let you hear it. It's just, it talks about shit. Literally, figurative, artistically, creatively, it talks about shit. And this is a musical gem. It's 432 Hertz Music, live from Nairobi with some of the top musicians on the planet. So thank you for listening. Censorship is crazy. Keep sharing. Keep commenting. Um, and yeah, tell me what you think about this, because this agenda should not be in the forefront. But here's some music that talks about it. Be awesome. Be blessed. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Is so there's this there's this weird thing going around the world with like sex sexist stuff. Um, he's becoming she's she's becoming him's. Others becoming thems and theys. Look, the weirdest thing where this applies where I don't feel it should is in the bathrooms. It used to be one toilet for everyone's shit. Everyone's shit in the same place. Everybody. For thousands of years, shit just dropped in places. Then one day it was a toilet for sanitation that came. And still, men and women shit in the same hole. For so long, for so long. Then recently we got even more smart. And we said, okay, the he's go here, and the she's go there. Okay, that's two, I get that. But now there's a new one. It's the other one. It's the one with the question mark. And I don't get it, because I ain't never looked at some shit and said, man, she really had a tough night. Have you ever seen and identified the sex from shit? It's just one toilet we need, people. But look, as the story continues, uh, I don't care who you marry Just try to be merry Change from Mary to Harry Or from Harry to Mary I'm really not caring Unless we have the cross bearings And this is where it gets hairy Queer tactics don't tend to scare me Passion made me quite daring Now they call me a menace I will not let them finish an entire complete sentence when they are speaking that.